Broadcasting from the heart of downtown Hollywood, this is SoFloRadio.com. Very soon now, the drug will cause the subject to experience a death-like paralysis, together with deep feelings of terror and helplessness. One of our early test subjects described it as being like death, a sense of stifling or drowning. And it is during this period we have found the subject will make his most rewarding associations between his catastrophic experience of violence and the violence he sees. Welcome to the Groovathon, Arm Yourself Hippie Edition. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, man, I am Tony Seed, of course. As you can hear, I am joined live in the studio, as always, by the master of production and engineering, the sage of the soundboard, and the man who makes sure that our groove is satiny smooth, and a full metal jacket unto himself. Say good afternoon to George. Rock and roll. Rock and roll, indeed. Of course, every Groovathon centers around an attitude of gratitude, so mucho mahalo to everybody tuning in live and downloading the show here in America and around the world, y'all. How you doing, pal of mine? I'm doing great. I know, you know, we're a day late. I was under the weather, had had a bit of a cold thing going on there. You can only see the top of our head. Ah, there we there go. We, go. we have it. Working. We're functioning now. Yeah, we are. I figured it was better to be a day All late. Sunders. But not one ounce of energy short. So I figured, delay the show a day, okay, and we get it right. This way I don't sound like, you know, somebody who's death warmed over. So uh, I appreciate the fact that you were like, hey, man, sure, we can do it the next day. Yeah, we're flexible over here. I love that kind of shit. Dude, have you, you I was talking to you about this earlier, the sinkhole in Tampa. Yeah. What the fuck's the size? The size of a football field. It's like we do sinkholes right. We do down. absolutely. It's swallowing up houses and boats and stuff. They're moving people out. But I have a story that's better than that. You ready for this? I'm ready. Okay. Right in Deerfield Beach, where I live. Here's the headline: Fifteen pounds of frozen Italian sausage crashes down on family's roof. Okay, I'm not kidding. It's a mitzvah. It's a mitzvah. <laughs> Literally, this this family. I'm, Family woke up Saturday morning to a large thud, and 15 pounds of sausage landed on their house, came crashing down on their house. It's on the roof, on the side of the house. Part of it came through one of the tiles. Sausage, wow. baby. Hey, okay. maybe. Talk about sausage. I'm if, telling you right here. Now, if they were Italian. Well, that's the whole thing. Nobody wants better. to see how it's made, but they don't mind if it crashes down on your roof or something. <laughs> like there you go. <laughs> lots and lots of stuff. To get to today, you know, we are literally right now. We're on like the storm line as we look outside. We were talking about mm-hmm. this earlier. That right. ninety-five is like that cutoff line. So to the east is beautiful beach day, and mm-hmm. to the west is like you know typhoon season in Asia. It's unbelievable. But we do have lots and lots of stuff to get to today. So let's get to. It. We've got what do we got here? We got Betsy DeVos goes old school in her attempt to redefine the word consensual. 
<laughs> Hobby Lobby pleads no low contendre when it comes to the Eighth Commandment. And now that I think about it, uh, the Second and Tenth Commandments as well, not to mention the smuggling laws. Lockheed Martin continues to tug at the udder of its cash cow, better known mm-hmm. as the F-35 jet project. Aye. The $45 billion fraud being perpetrated on American taxpayers care of the Republican Party's proposed health care legislation. And I am going to projectile vomit a stream of richly deserved venom at the rubes we charitably refer to as swing voters. Okay. Plus, we're also going to be talking about what happens when a bunch of libtards actually, you know, grab their own AKs and start strutting their stuff. Plus, we got comedy from Bill Burr, and I'm going to explain why Alex DeLarge is the archetype of the modern-day conservative. Oh, yeah. We love, we love, absolutely. Yeah, that analogy was not lost on us. Uh, Yeah, not lost on us at all. As a matter of fact, we live for that kind of shit. Of course, all of that is going to be surrounded by two hours of the finest, most diverse groove anywhere on the air. Just past two o'clock, and the only Hollywood that matters anymore, you know where that is, right? Here. Hollywood. Florida, that means it's just past 9 o'clock in the Big Island. Aloha to the Kau crew. Means it's just past 7 at night. Dublin, Lytham, St. Anne, Lisbon, and the rest of Western Europe. And just past 8 o'clock in Bedingestrand, Sweden. Shout out to the Nordic crew of tears. <laughs> we love that. Bedingestrand, Sweden. My man Duncan up there getting his swirl on. Yo, Gramps, you locked yeah. and loaded with the hammer cock? I'm ready. All right, saddle uh-huh. up and stick cock. around. It's the Groovathon on SoFloRadio.com.
back here down the south man i had a real weird experience last time i came down here i was in nashville right sort of an awkward social situation right i'm sitting at this bar there's this white dude sitting like two stools away i don't know him he doesn't know me and that terrell owen story was in like sports news so i try to make conversation i'm like man look at this guy this guy just signed a 40 million dollar contract he's already bitching man how much money do you need to make and the dude looks at me he's like you know what i say and then he looked over his shoulder, which I now know is the telltale sign that the N-word is coming, and it's coming hard. Oh yeah, it's not going to be pronounced with the A, it's going to be with the R, and he hit the R, he like stuck the landing, it was like a dismount, clan members high-fiving in the background, like doing the wave. Just out of nowhere, so now immediately I'm looking over my shoulder like, what the hell are you doing? You know what I mean? I'm waiting for like this hail of black fists to come raining down on top of me. I hate when people do stuff like that. That dude made me part of like a potential ass kicking that I had nothing to do with. You don't do shit like that. He just had that word hot potato just threw it in my lap. <laughs> Trying to pass it down to the next white dude. I hate when people do that, man. You know, it's like, dude, feel me out first. Ask some questions. Do you like to fish? Have you ever fucked your sister, right? I start rattling off answers, then you go old school. You give me a pamphlet, you tell me about your militia. Don't just dive into it. That dude was one of the angriest people I ever met. I should have known that word was coming because he was just watching Terrell, right? Anytime I would bring up, look at man, that guy's talking trash, he would just like flip out. He won't shut up! <laughs> you know those people get like so mad they're not even looking at you? 
Their eyes are up. You just shut up and play the game. <laughs> you know what's funny? I don't even like Terrell, but now I love the guy. Because every time I see him talking trash, I know this idiot in Nashville is just losing his mind, like kicking over his kitchen TV. Shut the fuck up! <laughs>
to me or if I see it live. I like watching it on TV, you know? Watching people, you know, get attacked by animals. <laughs> Just get blasted in the face or something, you know? Like, I'm a huge sports fan. You know my favorite, like, moment of, like, the last year was in sports? That Detroit Piston, Indiana Pacer, bench clearing brawl. Wasn't that great? That was one of the greatest things I've ever seen. I was so confused when I watched ESPN that day. They were like, that was absolutely disgraceful. Basketball fans, they just must be a little... I'm sitting there looking like, I'm a basketball fan, I loved it. I thoroughly enjoyed watching out-of-shape civilians get the shit kicked out of them <laughs> by professional athletes. It was fascinating. And I think as sports fans, we kind of had it coming, right? Because how many times you go into a game, right? You got a little too drunk, you started screaming at some dude on the field who could clearly kick the shit out of you, right? If you saw him in the parking lot, you'd be like, hey, can you sign my stamp collection? I think you're awesome. You get in the game, you're all drunk. You're like, you suck, buddy! You're a piece of shit! And they're always calling them up. Come on up here! No, come on up here! Well, they came up there. They did, and they kicked the shit out of everybody. It was great. It was like a cartoon. You're like beating up whole rows of people at once. Like... I loved every second. I love how Ron Artest punched the wrong guy. Wasn't that great? He taught that dude a valuable lesson in life. When shit goes down, you don't just stand there like you're watching a movie like, wow, it's coming right at me. Must be in 3D or something. That was a five foot six inch, 110 pound white dude had an angry six foot 10 inch black dude running right at him. That had to have been in his top three nightmares all time. Right behind getting his dick cut off and being lit on fire. And he just stood there. He's like trying to explain himself. Well, I still have the liquid in my cup, so there's, there's no way I could have... Your love in a bad, bad way. 
from the Sydney Green Street Band, Bad, Bad Way. That is from their brand new CD. It's called Half Live. And as you might imagine, it's half live. One side is all live. The other side is all studio. It's all brand new stuff. That is uh, Lance Doss's kind of uh, pet project. And uh, my very good friend Paul Page is the bass player in that. He just got back from... Uh, He's now back in America. He's uh, he's in the middle of the uh, new Ian Hunter tour. So they were just up doing uh, the Nordic countries, and they did, I don't know, a couple of weeks in England. Um, who else is in that band? Steve Holly is on drums. Steve Holly, of course, from uh, he's also in Ian Hunter's band. Also was with uh, uh, Paul McCartney and Wings. Somebody called uh, Steve Holly and Paul Page the best rhythm section in the tri-state area, if not, indeed, all of America for pure rock. So shout out to those guys. Brand new CD. You want to check that one out? Go online. You can take a look it up. The Sydney Green Street Band, half live and all good. Seriously, they play at this place called the uh, the Something Notch in uh, out in Jersey. It's like their little. It's like this nothing bar in the middle of nowhere. I don't think the place could hold more than a hundred people from the looks of it from the outside. And that's where these guys play. And that's where they recorded. All of these, you know, these live, these live tracks. It's like their little, their little home away from home, and you know, the Great Notch Inn, I think, is what it's called, something like that. Before that, we had a couple of Bill Burr uh, segments that I just love so much. The whole thing about the the sports stuff is so true because I was watching uh, some of the videos from when uh, the uh, Pacers and the Detroit Pistons got into that big fight and Ron Artest. Went up there, and it's exactly like Bill Burr said. You know, these guys are like, "Hey man, why don't you fucking come up here?" And then you know, you've got this little guy. He's like five foot three, one hundred ten pounds. And then there's Ron Artest, six nine, two forty, and angry from Brooklyn. I might add, coming right at you. He's like, dude, it's like three D. You know, in between the two Bill Burr uh, clips, there, lettuce. That is a live track from Bear Creek, and it is, um, you know, James Brown's super bad. The key to this is that that particular uh, live live track is with the JB horns, James Brown's horn section with uh, Fred Wesley, uh, Pee Wee Ellis, Maceo Parker, and it is just those guys, if you ever get a chance, there is a set. They do an entire set of James Brown from... I believe it's Club 57 in New York, something like that. I can't remember the name of the places, but you can look it up on YouTube, and it is it, it might be the best set of James Brown I've ever heard by anybody other than James Brown. It's that good, and the way you know that these guys are good is that they got James Brown's real horn section to play with them. These guys, 
you know, Fred Wesley and, and, and Maceo Park, I mean, they're, they're, to say that they're legends doesn't even begin to, you know, quantify it. Before the, uh, first Bill Burr, yes, Spanky Wilson doing you from doing it in 1969. That's a, uh, Philly band. It was, uh, Spanky Wilson was actually discovered by Stanley Turrentine and then toured with, uh, one of my favorites, Jimmy McGriff. I've played a uh, bunch of stuff from Jimmy McGriff before. He did uh, that song, The Worm. And uh, they've also done some stuff with Quantic Soul Orchestra, um, which is one of my band I, I like very much. I've played some stuff by them before. I played uh, Push It On um, by then. And kicking off, kicking off the show today, yeah, rock and roll, man. Rival Sons, Pressure and Time, from Pressure and Time, their second CD. Those guys out of Long Beach, California. That came out uh, a few years ago, 2010, 2011. So. Yeah. Okay. Well, a couple of things. I just wanted to get this one out of the way. I don't want to say that I predicted this, but I predicted this because last week I was talking about all those earthquakes, those little mini earthquakes that were taking place. I said, you know, Mm. I don't know. There haven't been any major earthquakes. What happened after that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. 5.8 magnitude earthquake hits Montana, raising super volcano concerns. Mm -hmm. We had concerns about that. The other thing that I noticed as a sports fan, um, there was the uh, home run derby. The All-Star Game and all of the uh, All-Star Game uh, stuff that goes on. It's down here in Florida. Mm-hmm. And it's the first time they had it down here uh, in Miami. And this kid from the Yankees, a rookie, Aaron Judge, 6'8", 250, 260. I mean, he's, he's linebacker yeah, yeah. big. He's he's actually, he's, he's, he's defensive end big. That's not even linebacker. Linebacker's like 6'5". He's like defensive end big. This guy, you know, last year, Carlos Stanton of the uh, of the Marlins, I'm, I can't remember which park it was in, um, last year's home run derby. He hit home runs that, seriously, if, if you look out the window right now, I think one of them's just coming overhead from last year. Aaron Judge put a few holes in the ozone layer. I've never seen an ex- I've never seen an exhibition of power. The way they, and I hate the Yankees. Just fucking fuck you. You know, he's like the, he's, and you know, he's going to be the next Derek Jeter if he can keep his head on straight. Cause he seems, you know, you see him in these interviews and he seems very humble. He's young. He's a rookie. He's leading the league in a whole bunch of things. This guy hit balls just every swing effortless. But the guy who was against him. The finals, this guy from uh, the Minnesota Twins, Miguel Sano, he has a swing. You're not a big sports fan, but as a baseball fan, I'm a huge baseball fan. His swing is so sweet, this guy, Miguel Sano. Uh, he's like the Ernie L's of, of baseball. Just the big easy. These swings were just so nice. Thought you'd enjoy this. The uh, I think it was yesterday was uh, World Emoji Day. Oh, yeah, yeah, you mentioned that. The emoji day. Really? Uh, you know, yeah, but that's not the sickest shit out there. Here's the sickest shit. On Game Show Network, there is a show, I swear to God, called Emogenius. Okay. Okay, where roommates battle friends with emojis to solve pop culture puzzles. Get the fuck. Okay. I, I don't even know. 
I, you know, it all makes sense now. When I was young, I was wondering why old people just are so disinterested in uh, everything that I was interested in. And, and now, now I, I get I rea- it. I realized. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Okay. Sir, it's And there's stupid. an emoji movie, yeah. emoji day. Yeah. We were doing, you know, the other day, I sent you like five emojis that meant nothing just because they happen to be like yeah. a pizza a clown, and, and, a guitar, and, and, a church. And by the way, I'll, I will uh, I'll complain about this to anybody that'll that'll listen. There's no roller skate emoji, and it comes up a lot in my life. There's a, the skier and the tennis and all this other horseshit. There's an ice skate here in Florida. We have an ice skate emoji, but there's no roller skate. Wow! I'm, I'm trying to coordinate roller skating activities with me and everybody I know. And uh, yeah, no, no roller... well, I oh, I there's... there's a fucking eggplant that we can use for a boner, but no roller skate. <laughs> By the way, I was the first one to discover that the eggplant is the boner. That really? Was, you were the first one? As soon as they came one? out, I'm like, that's a dick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Emojis, I'm just, I'm so, the whole texting thing, I'm, I'm not a big By the way, fan. there are emojis of just like white squares. Really? You notice that towards the back there? No. They're I just, haven't, I literally haven't just, scrolled that far. They're just squares and like symbols, just like. One day I, I flipped through like my emoji you know, there's a white circle, a black circle, a black square, a white. They've got no stuff. The flags of the world. Yeah, flags that's okay. Of the world. That's okay. Represent, but no roller skate. Also, I know that's a bit of a. There's bummer. a white square. Well, there's no, no bocce ball emoji not, either. Yeah, but roller skating <laughs> is fairly mainstream and has been. There should you know, be a roller times. derby. Yeah, well, how would you? You know, you guess a derby girl with a helmet. Derby or something girl like with a helmet, and roller skates. Yeah. So I've always been talking about how Tesla needs to uh, sponsor the show. Bummer, yeah. dude. Tesla stock down 20% in June. Bummer. Maybe because everybody else is making electric cars now. I think, you know, please, God. I saw two Chevy Volts in the same day, like within an hour of each other. I, you know, I just spoke to a friend of mine. He's got a Tesla. Mm. He loves it. It's silent. It makes no noise. I know. Makes no noise. I'm waiting for that. So, what else is going on? Well, what caught my eye? Betsy DeVos going Mm. old school. Oh, yeah. DeVos says she will revisit Obama-era Sexual assault policies. Education Secretary Betsy DeVos signaled on Thursday that she intends to take a hard look. A hard look. I don't know what she means. And whether the Obama administration's campus rape policies deprived accused students of their rights, saying that, quote, a system without due process ultimately serves no one in the end. Wow. Way to go out. Mm. Really, without due process. Due process. You know what the problem has always been? That there was no process at all. Yeah. Do or not. And now, you know, now that it's starting to come out that that rape on college campuses mm. is it's a big deal. It's a big deal. This is this is a major league thing. And in fraternities in particular, mm. you know, I mean yeah. I I I really hate Guys who do that, I, I hate them with yeah. every fiber. Well, yeah, of for my every being. reason. And if you're a selfish prick, you should hate them too because they're ruining it for everybody. They are ruining it. But beyond that, if you've got to force a chick to get laid, dude, dude, I want to hear about it. I just don't want to hear about that, it. That we stopped doing that as soon as we learned how to speak, and the women said, "Hey, man, that's not cool." And we said, right? Oh. Yeah. Baby. And all the cool guys went, "Oh, okay." Yeah. Right. And all the douches joined fraternities. Yeah. yeah. And you don't have to have daughters, nieces, and granddaughters like some of us do to give a shit. Uh, you just have to not be a douchebag. Yeah. This is uh, comments. Uh, this is how the uh, education department will handle sexual yeah. assault on college, university, and campuses. Came in a news conference. She called it a really emotionally draining day, a meeting mm. with victims, stu- victims, students who had been accused, and higher education officials. It was clear, she said, 
that the stories have not often been told, that their stories have not often been told, and that there are lives that have been ruined and lives that are lost in the process. She's talking about the guys who are being accused of rape. Which, and and by the way, because Let's, this is yeah, ongoing conversation. She met with men's rights groups, and it's not like because I have these, uh, you know, as a left of center, uh, I'm I'm pro equal rights and women's rights uh, guy as 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 much as Phil Donahue ever was. But that doesn't mean that women don't falsely accuse men. Absolutely. One of, one of the things that I found. And, it's why we need due process. Here's a here's a colleges sexist, are just right. afraid to do it because right. they're afraid of how they're afraid of the scandal, the scandal, and that it's going to bring. Yeah. Down applications. So right, yeah. So it's it's it's, it's, it's been very one sided. Absolutely, it's been very one sided. Yeah. And uh, but it has happened. It has happened in the, the human experience. But she that, wants to turn back the hands of time. The women, I know. I know. I'm I, not. I don't like her. She's and doing. Like she's also trying to turn back the hands of time mm. on us. She wants to get rid of the student loan protection protections. Uh, yeah. And yeah. she's you know predatory colleges. There are three things. Okay, that should not be free market. Okay, mm. healthcare, education. And and uh, national defense. I, I agree. Those are the three well, things that should not be left. Prisons, for or prisons. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Prisons as well. And, and the I'm bottom line is that for right. law and order, social law and order, social problems. People shouldn't be allowed to profit from social problems. Yeah, people lacking education, healthcare, crime. If you and we're going to be getting right. to that a little bit later. Any industry that is allowed to profit from a problem will seek ways to increase the problem and perpetuate the problem to increase and perpetuate their profits. Unbe- Duh. Yeah. Duh. There it is. So, they'll invest in it. They'll hire people dedicated to it. They'll they'll generate marketing campaigns. They'll generate more war, more. Not they crime. will. They have. They have. They, they have. do. They own the it's fucking on world Turbo right now. Yeah. So Betsy DeVos, fuck you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Right on. Uh, yeah, yeah, pretty Fuck much. You, Betsy. Okay. I don't like you. Let me see. But by what the I... way, and by the way, that's that is not to say that uh, women don't falsely accuse men of rape sometimes, and we should absolutely have a fair absolutely. and just system. Uh, but, but I don't, I don't believe to... I don't believe that's what she's after at all. That's not what she's no, after. No, no, she's she's, she's basically she's she's rolling show, back rights. She's, she's a show for you know college presidents and their their honorariums, et cetera, et cetera, stuff like yeah. that. Okay. Donald Trump gets in office. He's going to. Cut costs, cut costs. Mm. The F-35 jet project, we need to cut the cost. Whoops, not so much. Cost to operate, let me see, what was the headline here? F-35 unreliability risks strain on Pentagon budget, Tester says. And uh, cost to operate and support Lockheed Martin's F-35 will balloon unless the deteriorating reliability of the Pentagon's costliest program ever improves the aircraft and its parts aren't as reliable as expected and it's taking longer to repair them than planned according to the presentation by the director of operational testing for defense officials and congressional aides about 20 percent of the jets must await spares and depots because suppliers can't keep up with the expanding production while fixing returned parts you're gonna love this one yeah how much is it gonna cost now hold on a second four Hundred and six billion dollars. Oh, I but got wait. that on my couch. Hold on, but wait, that's not all. Mm. Well, wait, there's more. Spokesman for the Defense Department's F thirty five program office said in an email that since two thousand and five, the office estimates the office's estimates 
of an annual operating expenses, including flying hour costs, have decreased 2.2% for the airport Air Force, 3.3% for Marine Corps jets, and 4.2% for the Navy uh, model. These trends, however, the trends mean long-term life cycle costs of the aircrafts are likely to increase significantly over the current, are you ready for this? Mm-hmm. $1.2 trillion. Mm. Dollars. I was going to say $1.2, that must be a trillion. Estimate that an effect budgets of services according to the presentation with updated testing offices annual report released in January. These reductions were the result of of improved maintainability and blah, blah, blah. President Trump requested 70 F-35s in the 2018 budget request, which was up from 63 last year. So he wanted to cut the costs, but he wanted to add more of them. Explain that to me like I'm a five-year-old. I want more, and I want the overall cost to be less. Pardonate. Oh, I mean, well, he's a great deal maker. Maybe he's going to make a really I know, sweet it's a, deal. The new math. Yeah. The fucking new oh, math. Yeah, that must be core math. He's, you know... Quote, even if an F-35 squadron can get to where it's needed, what good is it if it can't fly them on missions, said analyst Dan Grazier of the Washington-based project on government oversight. Okay. The fleet has had a notoriously poor reliability track record. Remember, this is the most expensive military project Mm -hmm. in American history. And it's going on. It's going on. And now Lockheed Martin, Mm -hmm. okay, 73%. Of its business is with the United States government. Just mm. sucking at that fucking tit, baby. Yep. Sucking on it. Liking that shit. Just fucking chowing down on our tax dollars. Yep. So they can buy more and more jets that are less and less reliable. And of course, mm. this is like the old days with the car makers. You build a car so it breaks down and then you own all the parts you know, manufacturers, so that people keep coming back and have to buy other shit from you. Let's walk through the logic of this right now. We need to spend all of this money on this jet because this is the rationale, right? Because to to protect ourselves. Oh yeah, we right? need to be we safer. Need to, we need to be safer so that we don't. The guys, dock, in, you know so that, that the guys in South because, Dakota and right. North Dakota because it's very we, important out there. If we don't defend ourselves from people who are trying to kill us, we might die. Right? Yeah. So this is so that we don't die. But if we spend a fraction of that amount on healthcare so that we don't die, somehow that's some commie shit. Yeah. How how do I how is spending my tax dollars to stay alive by building a jet not commie shit, but spending my tax dollars for medicine to not die, that's commie shit. What? I'm stumped. You stumped yeah. our celebrity. All right. panel. Sorry. Yeah, here's what I, we just, lo- I love this. I'm just, it's just math. Yeah, but here's the best part about this. It's not just that we're spending all this money. The fleet-wide availability of F-35s to fly when needed is 52%. Mm-hmm. Short of an interim goal of 60%. <laughs> okay. I want to work for that, boss. Yeah. 52% rating is the combined number of newer and older aircraft. He said the newer aircraft are showing significantly better reliability and aircraft availability rates. So, you know... Basically, half the jets are, are are available to fly, and they have something about you know hours, how many hours before it needs to be serviced. That was supposed to be twenty. It's down to like twelve point two, and you know we're spending all this money, we can't get it right. Donald Trump goes into office, says we're going to cut the cost. Fuck you, Please. you lying piece of shit. Please, that's established. He didn't, and because going back to when we first started talking about his his run for the presidency. 
we, we least at, in this room, never had any illusion or delusion that right, he, he was telling, telling the truth about anything. He was just going to go there to see how, you know, feather his nest, his own nest, and that of his family. We're going to be getting around. We're going to do a whole Trump thing later, which is why I'm going to, yeah. let me, what else we got? So we've, we've got that. We're getting fucked. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah $406 billion. That's what the new cost is. That's just the new way. What's, under Obama, it was only supposed to be $383 million. Mm-hmm. Trump comes in and says, we're going to lower the cost up to $406 million. I, You know, we need to determine the difference between up and down, right and left, north and south. I think we need to start with those basics with our, with mm-hmm. our guy. Uh, let me see what else. This one called my Johnny Depp's ex-business managers can still go after actor for fraud. Johnny Depp's having a bad year. I, I heard, yeah. He's broke, and now the people that he's accusing of making him broke – are allowed yeah. to sue him for fraud. <laughs> he, but we yeah. love him because we'll he spent him. $3 million mm-hmm. to fire Dr. Hunter S. Thompson's asses his, out of a cannon. Yeah. Yeah. So for that alone, we do like that. We, I'm willing to go fund him. I'm, I'm in for $5, just like you huh? said. No, I, you know, I go to his movies. I go to his that's, that's, Yeah, there you go. Actually, I really don't. All right, here's one that I just thought. This one, this is truly, this is hypocrisy grande. Of the, the highest order. Hobby Lobby agrees to forfeit 5,500 artifacts smuggled out of Iraq. Uh, how kind of them. Mighty white of them there. That was mighty fucking white of them. Okay. Basically, and the, uh, basically what happened was uh, the packages that made their way from Israel and the United Arab Emirates to retail outlets owned by Hobby Lobby were clearly marked as tile samples mm-hmm. okay but according to a civil complaint filed wednesday by federal prosecutors in brooklyn go brooklyn go brooklyn they hold something far rarer and more valuable ancient clay cuneiform tablets that have Cune- been smuggled Cune- into the united states from Cune- iraq cuneiform cuneiform is that what it's it is? one of the oldest forms of writing used by uh, the strategic placement of a nail with a head i think the uh, the babylonians okay yeah there it is the clay Canoeiform tablet, one of the artifacts. Yeah, there it is. Rare is one of the rarest forms of writing we, known to man. Prosecutors said in the complaint that Hobby Lobby, whose evangelical Christian owners have long maintained an interest in the biblical Middle East, began in 2009 to assemble a collection of cultural artifacts from the Fertile Crescent. The company went so far as to send its president and an antiques consultant to the United Arab Emirates to inspect a large number of rare cuneiform. Cuneiform. Cuneiform uh, tablets, traditional clay tablets with the wedge-shaped writing that originated in Mesopotamia thousands of years ago. In 2010, okay, a, um, as a deal for the tablets was being struck, an expert on cultural property law who had been hired by Hobby Lobby warned company executives that the artifacts might have been looted from historical sites in Iraq and that failing to determine their heritage could break the law. Despite these words of caution, the prosecutors said Hobby Lobby bought more than 5,500 artifacts, tablets and clay, talismans and so-called cylinder seals from an unnamed dealer for $1.6 million. That's mm-hmm. it, in yeah. December. In addition, okay, the best, this is the best thing about this. Um, they Basically, what, what the complaints that the prosecutors Filed a stipulation of settlement with Hobby Lobby that requires the company to return all the pieces and forfeit the government an additional $3 million to resolve the civil action. The government will post a notice online giving the artifacts owners 60 days to submit claims. After that, the Iraqi government can submit its own claim. 
the uh, the agreement requires Hobby Lobby to adult, uh, adopt internal policies to better govern uh, its acquisition of cultural items, blah, 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 blah. Okay. In a statement, Hobby Lobby's president, Steve Green, okay, um, and Steve Green, for all you Law & Order fans out there, <clears throat> Steve Green is the name of the Russian mobster, changed his name to Steve Green. He's the guy that was in the episode with um, the chick from West Wing who played the uh, – played the uh, press secretary where they had the baby food and it's all about the Russian mob and he's actually, you know, Stephen Gorkov or something like that. But his name's Steve Green and then, of course, he hires somebody to kill the accountant because they figured out that they were getting a uh, loan at 25% from, you know, a Russian bank. Mm. Okay, Hobby Lobby's purchase of the artifact. Um, Steve Green said that the company had cooperated fully with the federal investigation of the deal for the artifacts. Hobby Lobby's Purchase of the artifacts in December 2010 was fraught with, quote, red flags, according to prosecutors. Not only did the company get conflicting information about the origin of the pieces, its representatives never met or spoke with the dealer who supposedly owned them, according to the complaint. Instead, on the instructions of a second dealer, this is the part I like Mm. the most, Hobby Lobby wired payments to seven separate personal bank accounts. The first dealer then shipped the items marked as clay or ceramic tiles to three Hobby Lobby sites in Oklahoma. All of the packages had labels falsely identifying their country of origin as Turkey. So basically what Hobby Lobby did mm-hmm. was they said, screw that whole Eighth Commandment thing. Yeah. Sure, we're Christian. We're Christian. No, they're not. But that whole thou shalt not steal. Yeah. How about thou shalt not covet? Right. Covet? These aren't just so you know. There's no such thing as a as a right wing Christian. Just so you know, there's yeah, no such thing as a Christian Republican. That can't right? be done. If you call yourself a Christian and a Republican, you're doing one of them wrong. Yes. Probably, <laughs> probably, probably both. All right? Probably you, both. You have a a very you have a a misunderstanding, probably intentional misunderstanding of one or both of those philosophies because they're the opposite of each other. So if you're a Republican, it means that you're a you know you're a bigot and you don't care about other people except yourself, and that's the opposite we'll of what Jesus. That the next, we're getting to that right. in the next set. So just we're just so you know, no, no, no Christians voted for Trump. Zero, not a one. Yeah, over the, God told me. Right, God told me. Yeah, yeah. they're faux Christians. Right, they're un-Christian. They're, they're un-Christian. the opposite. Over the years, like the Hobby, Cola. yeah. Over the years, Hobby Lobby has undertaken numerous efforts to promote evangelical Christianity, producing films with biblical themes, operating mm-hmm. a chain of Christian bookstores. I wonder where they get their books from. How many different bank accounts do they have to mail their, you know, send money to for for their Christian books and mm-hmm. donating to Christian charities? Two thousand fourteen. The company was the defendant in a landmark Supreme Court case that found forcing family-owned corporations to pay for insurance coverage for contraception under the Affordable Care Act violated a federal law protecting religious freedom. Yeah, they want to protect religious freedom, but they don't give a shit about stealing, okay, priceless right. historical artifacts because- from an independent nation state that didn't belong to them. They use the term religious freedom, but Fucking what they mean, cocksuck. what they mean is, what they mean is they don't, see, see, it's, it's less, you're less allowed to do something when you're honest and call it and label it accurately. You can't say, I'm, we're a bunch of sexist bigots and we want to discriminate against women. That, you know, you're, it won't fly. Yeah. So you say religious freedom. But instead. here's the, this is the best part. This is the part I actually like the most. Uh, Mr. Green said that Hobby Lobby's collection of historical uh, Bibles and artifacts like the tablets were, quote, consistent with the company's mission and passion for the Bible, unquote. He added that the company had planned to display the items it bought in various museums and public institutions. But here's the part we love the most. 
As for the smuggling allegations, mm-hmm. Hobby Lobby president Steve Green said in a statement that Hobby Lobby was, quote, new to the world of acquiring these items and did mm-hmm. not fully appreciate the complexities of the acquisitions process. He added that, quote, regrettable mistakes, unquote, mm-hmm. were made and that he should have, quote, exercised more oversight. Basically, this is the exact same I'm a fucking stupid idiot. Don't blame me. Excuse the, the that Trump people that the Trump yeah, administration's yeah, using right. for for Donald Trump Jr. Oh, it he's a novice. So he didn't know. Hey, you mm. know what? If you're too stupid to know, then you're too stupid to fucking do the job. Yeah, ignorance of the law is no, no defense of the no fucking law. law. Right? Ignorance yes. of the law is no, no defense. Un fucking believable. By the way, he, those are stolen in the first place. Stolen by ISIS. They were you're, you're funding ISIS. They're they're giving money to fucking thieves. Mm-hmm. They are stealing yeah. from a, right. an That's independent, right. an, an independent nation. Stealing, right. that we have smuggling, got, stolen that right now we're ice. trying to right. liberate right. from one of the worst, worst religious scourges yep. on the planet. ISIS, they're bad, bad motherfuckers. Yeah. Okay, I got no problem shooting every single one no. of them in the fucking head. Sure. And I'm a pacifist. And, and for all we know, that you know, we got the, it's it's our CIA over there orchestrating the whole damn thing. For all we know. Yeah. No. I'm. I'm. No, that no. one. I don't think. I. Because right. well, not I enough money. One point no. six million. Maybe no, no, the not CIA funny. would have gotten not at least five, no. or set, five or ten. No, I'm just talking about like in the beginnings, the formation of it. Oh, you yeah. know what we do? Our, yeah, but anyway, we love that. Well, that's we a, love that this show. is one of those things about the war that's going on in Yemen now between Saudi Arabia mm-hmm. and Iran. This is literally the military-industrial complex's wet fucking dream. Right, where we fighting ourselves? No, we're not. That's the beauty of it. We've got a, an incredibly rich ally in the middle of an ongoing war who has to buy all their weapons from us, mm-hmm. and we don't have to lose any of our men. We're just right. selling them. We're yeah. just selling them weapons. We're doing for Saudi Arabia what Russia is doing for Syria. Yeah. No difference. Nope. No difference. Nope. None. Right. Okay. Saudi Arabia is just as bad. And now, you know, just yesterday, they they said again every ninety days. The Congress has to say that, yes, Iran is holding up its end of the bargain. Mm-hmm. So it's now twice. Yeah. You know, the worst deal ever, worst deal ever. Guess yeah. what? They're holding right. up their end of the bargain. Mm-hmm. Okay. They're holding up their end of the bargain. Okay. Other- that's what we wanted. Yeah. yeah. That's what we asked them to do. And yeah. that's what they're doing. So shut the fuck up. Right. 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 That should about do that. What do you think? I think that's great. We're going to come back a little later on and we're going to, I'm going to, Fucking Trump. Fuck you. Fuck mother. Fuck, fuck you. Yeah. Fucking Trump. But you know what? We got some more brand new stuff. Yo. Yeah, Blondie, Blondie has a brand new album out. It's called Pollinator. We got some brand new stuff called Best Day Ever from Blondie on the Groovathon on SoFloRadio.com.
We have to be hard on you. You have to be cured. It was horrible. Of course it was horrible. Violence is a very horrible thing. That's what you're learning now. Your body's learning it. I just don't understand about feeling sick the way I did. I never used to feel sick before. I used to feel like the very opposite. I mean, doing it or watching it, I used to feel real on a show. You felt ill this afternoon because you're getting better. You see, when we're healthy, we respond to the presence of the hateful with fear and nausea. You're becoming healthy, that's all. By this time tomorrow, you'll be healthier still.
truly done my best morning and afternoon to play it their way and sit like a horror show cooperative malchick in the chair of torture while they flashed nasty bits of ultraviolence on the screen. Though not on the soundtrack, my brothers, the only sound being music. Then I noticed in all my pain and sickness what music it was that like cracked and boomed. It was Ludwig van Ninth Symphony, Fourth Movement. What's all this about sin? <laughs> Using Ludwig van like that, he did no harm to anyone. Beethoven just wrote music. Are you referring to the background score? Yes. You've heard Beethoven before? Yes. So you're keen on music? Yes. Ultraviolence and killing is wrong, wrong and terribly wrong. 
I've learned the lesson, son. I see now what I've never seen before. I'm cured. Praise God. You're not cured yet, boy. But, sirs, missus, I see that it's wrong. It's wrong because it's like against society. It's wrong because everybody has the right to live and be happy without being told chopped and knifed. No, no, boy. You really must leave it to us. And be cheerful about it.
Yeah, classic rock and roll right there. <laughs> Screw 105.9. We get it done right here. Elton John with Susie from Honky Chateau. Before that, Brooklyn Funk Essentials Jump Around Sound from Make Em Like It came out in 2000 on one of my favorite record labels, Shanky Records. Those guys out of Jersey. I remember when I was uh, working did, in the did biz. You say, did you say Shanky? Shanky, no. Shanky. Shanky mm. Records. Mm. Those guys came out with some really good stuff. There were a series of... Uh, Clockwork Orange clips in there. We'll talk about that yeah. in a second. But in between those, we had uh, the Smut Peddlers do the flop from Ism. 
which came out in 2001. Those guys are what I would describe as California modernized post-punk. Okay. Okay, there you go. Uh, let me see what else is in that mix. The Grey Boy All-Stars Breaking Blood from Inland Emperor, which is, I believe, their latest CD. That came out in 2013. I love the Grey Boy All-Stars. It's uh, Carl Denson, some of those other guys. They actually had a West Coast boogaloo with Fred Wesley. Fred Wesley was on the Lettuce track that we played earlier. Okay. Okay, so there's a nice time like yeah. that. Uh, what else we had? We had Big Man in the Night People doing Night Creeper, which is a 45 from the mid-1960s. Those guys out of Texas couldn't find any info on him. Found the song, can't find the info. Hmm. And kicking off the set, brand new stuff from Blondie. Best day ever from their CD. It just came out, I believe, last month. Uh, I think it came out in May. Uh, it's called Pollinator. And, you know, we were talking about this earlier. You know, Chris Stein still gets it done. He still writes great power pop, pseudo-punk, riffy mm. stuff. The album, you know, I've got the album and it's got three, four, five solid, hey, that's the kind of Blondie I love tracks. Mm. And shout out to uh, Moira. I wouldn't even have known about this, you know, but uh, she posted a uh, selfie of her, you know, of her at the Blondie show out in L.A. Okay. So, you know, hi, Moira. And, you know, there's some interesting stuff. Joan Jett uh, sings a track on that. There's also one on there from uh, Johnny Marr, you know, so Johnny Marr from the Smiths. Mm, okay. You know, Depression right. Boy, and then went on to do all kinds of other stuff. He was also, I think, Pet Shop Boys, right? Okay. Was he in Pet that Shop guy. Boys? I don't know. I don't know that guy. I think so. All right. All right. You ready? What do we got? Yeah. Arm yourself, hippie! Yeah. Talk to me about you, this. You, you know. Sent me, you sent me this thing. It was when I saw it. Yeah. The first thing I thought of was, oh, my God, they're listening to the show. Sure. But, but no, I, I think they, they've always been there. See, uh, you know, I like to do math. I don't like to do math. But, that, but math, you can't argue with math. No. Although some people do. Two plus two equals four. Well, there's alternative Regardless math. of your belief system. Right. But, uh, two plus well, but, two equals purple. But consider this. The majority of Americans consider themselves uh, are registered Democrats. There are more registered Democrats than there are yes. Republicans. The majority of Americans, therefore, are left of as opposed to right. Yes. And yet the majority of the Americans are also gun owners. So therefore, the two, if you think the about the Venn right. diagrams, just do the math. And all of these, these, these gun nuts that we keep hearing about, those are the gun nuts. The people on the left that own guns don't run around firing them in the air, making a big deal about it. Because most Americans, most Americans are in favor of the kind of laws that you hear people advocating. And most gun owners are most Americans. Background checks. Background checks. Most Americans who Registering own guns, your gun, buying it legally, right. not at a, a gun show. Agree with. Get agree, rid of the gun show loophole. That's all ag I agree have. with. Right. You can believe in the Second Amendment. All right. And you can agree with the sentiment of it. Not what the people on the left want to make believe that it is, with all due respect. And not what the people on the far right want to make believe no, no, no. that it is either. What Thomas Jefferson wanted. Okay. How about that? Okay. The guy that was there. Okay. All right. And what Thomas Jefferson... Yeah, back, back when you right. fired musket balls... I agree with him. No, no. See, you're doing mythology. What Thomas Jefferson and the Founding Fathers envisioned was a government afraid of the populace, not a populace afraid of the government. I agree. So there is no gun nut as nutty as the Founding Fathers. The Founding Fathers wanted everyone to be armed and wanted the citizens to be able to overthrow the government like that. And wanted the people in the positions of government to be aware of that 
and afraid of that and govern themselves according to that with the proper fear and respect of the populace that we deserve. All right? That's what the Founding Fathers envisioned. All right? And if they had envisioned AK-47s, they would have wrote into the Second Amendment, yeah, AK-47s too, just to be clear, because we don't want a government that can oppress the people with their guns. That was what they had just finished overthrowing. And that government, the British government, wanted to disarm the colonies. And that was one of the things that the colonists were resisting. And there's a hypocrisy here because... <laughs> Because a lot of people disarmed their people, and you hear the the right-wingers talking about this, and I sound like a, a right-winger here, but this is not right-wing talk. This is founding father American talk. Patriotic Patriotic talk. talk. By the way, and I'm watching a series right now that everyone should watch called Turn. Yes. It's on Netflix. Yes. Oh, my God. Historical. It's actually on AMC. It's an AMC. Uh, it's, it's okay, but it's yeah. on Netflix right now. Anyway, it is so rich and gooey with blood and violence and drama and intrigue and history, and, and history but see... Because I'm a history geek, yeah, so I'm trying to sell it on some other reason. It's like, yeah, it's got some ooey, sticky history geek geekiness. Yeah. But the bottom line is this is what their mentality is. And there are people, there are people, mostly city-raised people, that are just kind of, the, the gun is a yeah, scary mystery. people were shot last weekend in Chicago? Is afraid of mysterious. I know, because you city folks don't know how to be responsible gun owners. I agree with you. I agree. And every time I hear somebody, you know, hamming and hawing, that yeah. gun gun laws don't matter. That Chicago is the toughest gun laws, you know, and then New York is the toughest gun laws. It's like, yeah, but that's they, not where the guns are manufactured. And that's not where they were right. originally purchased. They're being brought in there when, illegally. When we Get have rid a, of the straw purchasers, right. make them accountable. When we have a social ill, all right, we discuss what the, what the pragmatic people do. And you I, know, and I, by the way, side note, you know that now that Trump hmm? is in office, you realize gun sales have gone down. Of Stocks course, are going down of because, course, because they can't. Of course, because they can no longer give you this thing about how Obama is coming to take your. By guns. the way, more and more, I'm convinced that the that the that the left, which I believe, you know, we have two parties. We have the the evil party and the decoy party. The yeah. evil in broad daylight party and the supposedly good people party, but they're how bought off are they? They're pretty bought off. They're pretty. They're bought just not off. as bought off as well, the other guys. Well, this, the the pretty bought off party, I am convinced, they're bought uses, off by better uses the gun issue. People. Uses the gun issue to throw elections on purpose. How many lives could we save if you would win some motherfucking elections and get the health care? The number one cause of death in America isn't guns. It's heart disease. Yep. All right? So if you assholes would shut up about guns for five minutes long enough to get into office, you could get people some health care and save some lives. But you, 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 hit this, you hit this panic button that causes people on both sides to panic. You want to mobilize your opponents. Start reaching for the other people, reaching for their guns. Guns, gays, God. You morons. I, I swear that they well, use now, the issue. Now these guys. This, this okay, thing back to this thing. Me. Back to this thing. This is the because best thing the I point, ever saw. The long-winded point that I'm trying they to make is there exactly are plenty. Like. There are plenty. There are plenty of people on the left who believe in the Second Amendment, like I do, and who own guns and who are prepared to fight like the founding fathers did, like the Minutemen did, against an oppressive fascist regime. That's what that war was about. It was against oligarchy and against fascism. It was just, armed. I, I just, that was armed hippies. But now they. Now these guys are showing up and. The picture yeah. I saw of them, 
Okay, they yeah. look exactly with their fucking. They look exactly, exactly like the only the, way that you could tell the difference is reading the signs. Reading the, the signs. signs, yeah, it's the signs. We stand with LBGT trans, yeah, queer, and they're like people fucking, of all they've color. Got the extended magazine, banana clip taped to another banana clip. Yeah, man, bandoliers. Fucking, the whole thing with like camo, fucking poncho, and black with the masks and everything. With the, yeah, poncho. They look, was they look serious. More, they look. I'll tell you something. I'll take those guys against yeah. the right wing nuts because I'm willing to bet you that these guys fucking train like me, a motherfucker. Let me tell you a little secret. There are, can aim. there are more people who own guns that dislike Donald Trump than there are people that own guns that oh, yeah. like him. I guarantee, yeah, I guarantee just the, fucking the law, the, the, It's the just that you don't numbers. see them running around. That's why when I, when I shared that post, I said I was wondering when they would show up because you don't see them running around – open carrying and doing stupid shit and they're also not freaked out by sensible gun laws so you don't there so they're not they're not out there picketing and joining the NRA which is just a cover for a racist group yeah well, the NRA is the just NRA a fun, is not a, just, is not a gun rights group it's not a gun it rights group a, it's a it's, it's a, a political clan group no it's 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 the the de facto PR wing for for arms manufacturers that, so there's nothing to do with the second amendment this has to do the, with, the, with Repul- the people. Listen, who- not even that. Not even that because because they only know, have the three black guy members hey, yet. They've got bazillions of the dollars. Black guy, the black guy, the black guy. What was his name? He was shot by the cop in his car. They said nothing about it. Oh. He was carrying a gun legally, and that's the kind of thing the NRA always. De- so when someone, when the cops raid someone's home, and the gun owner defends himself and shoots the cop with his gun, the NRA comes out in defense of the homeowner and the gun owner, right. saying that you have the right to protect your castle from an intruder. You know, you don't know who that is. Right. It could be somebody breaking in saying they're a cop. The NRA has come out numerous times in favor of something like that. But this, this cop shooting this, this guy, and they said, they said nothing about it. You want to destroy the NRA? Uh, have all the black people join it. Join it. That's it. If you want to they take will, down the NRA, there's only three million yeah. members. You want, have four you don't, million you don't new believe people me show up to, the, to their next they're, meeting they're just and a, vote everything down. They're a branch of the Klan that uses the gun issue as a cover, as a MacGuffin. Well, that's their, that's, they, instead of wearing sheets they wear the guns well, but I'm, they are they are the I'm clan not, i'm not somebody who's who's about to you know take up arms but i'm glad that there are people who believe who agree with me on many issues who cool. are willing to stand you know like you yeah. and these people man they were fucking if they if i had to see the signs the mm. first thing out of my mouth would have been jesus christ look at these fucking radical right. right-wing extremist uh-uh. white supremacist jackwads that's what I would have said, except for the signs that say, you know, racism bad. You know, we, you know, they, all these, they're, I just think it's great that they're showing up. I've seen these videos, which I always thought were interesting. You know, they show like a white guy walking around with a gun mm-hmm. in town and nothing yeah. happened. Then they show a black guy walking around. Oh, woo! Cop- 11 woo! trollers. Woo! Yeah. Yeah. Woo! yeah. Cherry done. Okay. All right. You feel better now? I feel much better. I know you do. Uh, let me see what else we got in here. Okay, this one, this this just literally makes me want to fucking pull my hair out. Um, what do we have here? Opioid funding added to Obamacare overhaul. Senate Republicans attempting to find the votes they need to pass their health care law, which now they can't pass. They uh they've lost too many, uh, you know, for for uh for McConnell. Swing and a miss, Strike Two. I want to get that clip from uh, from 
you know, police squad or whatever that thing is, where right. with Leslie gives like two, and he's like going, you know. But uh, let me see. Peltier announced Thursday's day had added several provisions, including an infusion of cash to combat the opioid crisis, an effort to lure skeptical members on board. Majority Leader Mitch McConnell has been meeting this week with moderates in his caucus who had come out publicly against the bill, called for better care. It's called the Better Care mm-hmm. Reconciliation Act. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the mm-hmm. fuck. That We're gonna is. some euphemism. Yeah, now they, he they can't call it. Plans. They can't call it the "We're fucking you" act because, uh, it, according know. to multiple reports, leadership has agreed to add forty-five billion to the bill for treatment and prevention of opioid addictions and deaths. You know, like I said, the opioid addiction's been around for years. It's been in the inner sure. cities for years. They didn't give a shit about it until it started to affect Butcher Hollow. Right. You know, when it reaches Appalachia, that's it. And mm. the ironic part is that they're spending forty-five billion over ten years. Okay. First things first. You'd be better off spending forty-five billion over ten years, okay, to bring jobs to those communities because it's the depressed. You know, how do you have an opioid epidemic? Well, you have people who've lost their jobs. So then you have one group of those people that have lost their jobs that get into the drug dealing, and the other people who are depressed and get into drug using. Yeah, yeah. Okay, just take away the scourge that is their daily lives of not being able to put food well, that, on the and, table. And that's what I was going to say. And about, we get rid of the opioid. About the problem. Chicago thing, when when and and I'm used to pragmatism from the left. All right, I'm used to the, the left people being the pragmatic group of people. It's so nice when, to know that they well, spotted the drug epidemic right. Though, right after. You know, they didn't <clears throat> spot it, of course, when it was American pharmaceutical companies doing no. it. They only spotted it when it was, you know, the cats from Michoacan and the Sinaloa mm-hmm. cartel mm-hmm. that were making mm-hmm. a profit from it. Yeah. Now it's an epidemic. Yeah. Now it's now a scourge. It's a, yeah. Before that, it was just business. It was sure. fucking business. Every single one, and this is my thing right here, okay? There are people who are saying that. You know, the $45 billion opioid fund um, won't cut it, experts say. The Republican senators from states, um, programs folded in Senator Obama, senators, Senate's Obamacare replacement bill. Health experts say their 10-year funding request won't come close to providing the services needed for untold thousands of opioid users who are expected to lose their private health insurance and Medicaid coverage under the GOP legislation. That's because opioid users typically have other health problems like HIV, hepatitis C, chronic pain, blah, 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 blah. Blah, blah, blah. Here's the thing. You know, Congress really, Congress is like so many people. They have no problem spending money that's not theirs. That's right. not their fucking money. That $45 billion ain't their fucking money, man. Mm-hmm. That's my money. That's your money. That's uh-huh. taxpayer money. Right. And here's the thing. What we should do, you heard it here first, because I have the solution. All right. We should be treating this like we treated... um asbestos yeah okay even better like we treated um toxic waste after you know love canal when we set up the Mm -hmm. super fund Mm -hmm. we made the people responsible for the problem have to fund the the, 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 the cure the the solution the 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 remedy why aren't the big pharmaceutical companies funding the 45 billion lord knows they made that money Creating the epidemic. And watch, watch. Here's what's going to happen next. They're going to start getting into the recovery business. You know, know, they created the opioids. Now they got the Movantic. Your Movantic moment. My Movantic moment. They've created all these problems. Now they're going to create new drugs Mm. for everybody to hopefully solve the problems. They're going to be the ones 
supplying all of the, you know, whatever, the methadone or whatever the newest methadone is. These guys should be paying the $45 billion. Yes. They should be paying it. Pharmaceutical companies should be funding this, not the American fucking taxpayer. That is a ripoff. It is a scam perpetrated upon the average taxpayer. We're being scammed, and it's not even going to go through, and it's not enough, and it's the wrong thing to do. They fucked this up every way they could, and they're going to make us pay for it at the same time. Thanks, guys, you pieces of shit. May I respond on the on behalf of the pharmaceutical industry? Yeah, go right ahead. Well, I, everything that you said is all valid and right and true, but it is much cheaper to pay a congressman. Oh, yeah! And so... There it is. And so, fuck you! Ha ha ha! That's it. They are bought and fucking paid for. Okay? I am sick and tired of hearing these guys talk about a problem that has existed for years, but only dealing with uh, it now. Right. Because senators from certain states... Who right. have bad unemployment problems mm-hmm. now have bad fucking drug problems. Hey, where were you guys when the fucking crystal meth problem was popping up in the middle of the heartland of the country? I hear you screaming about that epidemic. Mm-hmm. Where was that? All they did then was just make it harder. You know, all they did then, they did the exact same thing. Basically, they, they made it so that you couldn't buy the antihistamines, those, those. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, up. yeah, that'll do. So that was when, you know, the Mexican cartel stepped mm-hmm. in. What happened here? They used. Oxycontin and all these things for years and years, and then they finally made it tougher to get those prescriptions. What happened? The Mexican drug cartel stepped in with a better way. Yep. We've got a better way, man. China white, brah. <laughs> Check out the China white. Yo, you do match heads. You can just sniff it a little. You don't even have to fucking skin pop or fucking mainline. You don't have to blame that shit. <laughs> Negative big duke sick. You go like fucking, uh, fucking Harvey Keitel in, you know, in, uh, in fucking uh, bad lieutenant. lieutenant. That see where he's fucking smoking mm-hmm. it off the tin foil. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know. There you go, baby. Yeah. We love it. Mm-hmm. We love it. This is it. This is right. They should be paying. This is a scam being perpetrated. Now it's not even going to go through. So you know you you had to see that one coming, and it really it should be you know Dupont and all these companies that made asbestos. And now you've got litigation after litigation after litigation. You know, mesothelioma, or what's the new one? Mesohornithelioma. Oh. <laughs> when the overwhelming urge to prostitute yourself causes you to join a class action lawsuit. Thank you. All right. All right. Mesohornithelioma. Very nice. Trademark. <laughs> so, I, I it's, I just, ah, and, and what I'm hearing over and over, and now, here's the new one. This is, this is one I love from the, uh. You know, with this whole Don Jr. thing, you know, pleading. Oh, good Lord. But it's, it's what I was talking about a couple of shows ago. Mm-hmm. It's the law and order methodology. They plead not guilty until they realize that they, they, you know, that it's quite obvious they did it. So then they change their plea to not guilty by reason of temporary insanity mm-hmm. and get away with it. Yeah. That's what, that's what Trump and his administration are doing. Well, no, we never had any meetings with Russians. Okay, we had some meetings with Russians, but it wasn't about anything. Okay, it was about something, but there was only a couple of us there. Okay, there were more of us there. This is actually all about, mm. all of this Trump stuff is about trying to get rid of the, can't remember the name of the guy, but basically, President Obama put in place... Oh, the, the, the McGinsky Act. McGinsky Act, or whatever. Yeah, the McGinsky Act, right. Yeah, so that these guys who have profited from, you know, from basically fucking over the world yeah. can't get their money in America, can't wash and right. run to their money to America. Right. And there are other countries that are doing it too. This is the big fear 
of somebody like Putin and all of his oligarchical pals is that they won't be able to get their hands on their money. Yeah. You know, if you I've said this for years and I will say it again. If you'd like to take care of these guys, it's the same way you could take care of the drug cartels. Don't go after the cartels. Don't even mm-hmm. go after users. Don't go after drugs. Go after the banks that launder yep. their money. Yep. Otherwise, they're just going to have to keep a lot of cash yep. in a big bunker. I thought we learned that lesson during Al Capone days. Yeah, we, you would have. After his bank one account. Yeah. would have thought. thought. Right, right. One would have thought. It wasn't. But then, you know, it was this an is account, the same right. country that thought it was smart to put fucking George Young in the same cell as Carlos Later. Yeah. yeah. Oops. How'd that fucking work out, you jackwads? Everything's fine. Yeah, everything's fine. Don't worry about it. Nothing to see here. I um, I just wanted to spew this out. I said, you know, I wrote this down. I said, when you think about it, at the end of the day, it's the millions of registered independents who are now realizing that Putin played them like a fucking Stradivarius. They are a bunch of rubes. Independents are fucking pussies. They're on, they're registered independents, but they're not. Mm-hmm. They're not. Right. They're either Democrats or Republicans. But these regist- all these people who are registered independents who voted for Trump, you're stupid. <laughs> yeah. You're just a fucking idiot. You're yeah. a rube. You're a rube. They're a bunch mm-hmm. of fucking rubes. Okay? Swing voters are basically the sucker constituency, willing to support the latest Charlotte who claims to speak to their anger and frustration. That's it. They are the sucker. They've been marked. They are suckers. They're rubes. They are unwilling. They have literally... They have, they've basically given up their willingness to do the homework on their own. They've abdicated responsibility oh, yeah. for obtaining true information. Thinking is and hard. And they did that to the, to the other people who claim to know what's going on. And they say, oh, well, there you go. Nobody wants to do the homework. And you know what I say here. I do the homework so you don't have to. Right. Okay. But guess what? You really do have to. Okay, I'm talking about music. I do the homework so you don't have to mm-hmm. when it comes to the groove because you know what? Okay, you don't have time to look for groove. You should be busy looking up what's really important, how we're getting screwed in health care, military mm-hmm. spending, the war on drugs. There's an oxymoron. Yeah. I'm still waiting for somebody to tell me what victory what victory looks like. Yeah. Describe victory in a war on drugs, and I'll fucking... Uh, I'll, no, no more drugs. Everybody's, nope. nobody's using drugs anymore. Explain that okay. to me. Yeah. Or is it just no more illegal except, drugs? Except for the legal ones. Right. Tax drugs, good. Tax drugs, good. Untax drugs, bad. Yeah. I like this thing in, uh, you hear about this in uh, Nevada? They ran out of pot? Yep. <laughs> you you got to love these guys. The reason they ran out of pot was not that they didn't have enough pot. It's that when they put the law into place, one of the interesting things, you got to love how the, this, here was a lobbying effort that took place. Transporting the pot from point of growth to point of sale had to be done by alcohol distributors, liquor distributors. That was the law, and they hadn't licensed enough of them to transport it. That was the problem. Wow. That's why we have a problem in Nevada. Wow. Boom, baby. How do you the alcohol? These I, guys, yeah. they want their. They I just want, want to wet cut. my yeah, beak. Yeah, I need to the, wet my beak right. a little bit over here. Well, you know the rationale for that. I can I can hear that now. Is because it's a controlled substance. Oh so yeah! Let any schlepper schlep it. Right. You got to have a schlepping license. That's the irony. You know, yeah. if you go to Amsterdam, it's mm-hmm. legal to buy up to like an ounce mm-hmm. in these places. But you know what? It's illegal to do transport it. Sure. 
it's illegal to to grow well, it or transfer. That's it's why yeah. it's alcohol, tobacco, and firearms. That's why it's one department regulating all of it because those are the things that you have to be specially licensed in order to transport right. from place to place. Hot, you don't need a special. Plant. What the fuck? It's just a plant. It's like nah, it's, it's a like very rice. special plant. It's rice. No, it's not. It's it's wheat. It's everything. It's wheat. It's, th- it's 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 pot is the truffula tree from the Lorax. It's a th- it makes thneeds anything you need. You can make rope. You can make shirts. You can smoke it. You can brew it. You can make tea. You can make oil. You I can, love I love people like uh, what's his you name? can light you light your lamp with who it. Who was the uh, the the uh, the governor of Minnesota who was a wrestler and uh, Jesse Ventura? Jesse Ventura. Yeah. These guys are talking about you know this this country was built on hemp. Mm. Shut the fuck mm. up. No, it wasn't. They had All right. Some. They had yeah. some, and I'm, I'm, I'm all. I, I wouldn't say built on hemp, but it was out there. Yeah, it was, it was out all there. Over the yeah, place. oh yeah, I mean, they ancient. all grew it. It wasn't, it wasn't illegal. They weren't, they weren't growing. They weren't growing, you know, Maui Waui. Trust me no. when I tell you that. They weren't growing the high test stuff. No, that wasn't. They, they weren't were, separating. No. They weren't doing feminized plants so no. that their indica came no. out just so. Yeah, they hadn't gotten around. I don't think Jefferson and his crew had gotten around to uh, perfecting hydroponics yet. I don't know, but I bet you, I bet you anything. They ben would've... Franklin, Ben Franklin knew how to grow the fuck out of a plant. Oh, I bet you, Ben Franklin. <laughs> like, ben hey, Franklin's like, like my hero. Hey. I think Ben Franklin's one of He's... the ten most important people in the history no of the world. No question about history it. Of the world. Oh, wait, you watch the world. Watch Turn. Watch Turn. You know, the British take. You know, they 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 ben take Franklin over. Paris is like one of my. Fa- I love that shit. The, the British take over New York or something like that, and one of the generals. Is uh, is is marveling at Ben Franklin's inventions? You know, oh, yeah. all of this. Look at this man. He's, he goes, he goes, and one of the other ones is, "You sound he like was, you he admire was, him." He goes, "Of course, I admire him." He's a seventeenth. He's a he's an eighteenth century MacGyver. He is, he's no, MacGyver. He, in the 18th he was century. the the Renaissance he was MacGyver man. Before his, MacGyver before MacGyver. His this man's brain knows no bounds. It goes here. It goes there. One of the soldiers is playing something. Goes, Mind how you can handle that. Mind I'll how t- you handle. I'll, t- uh, I'll tell you uh, something. That's how you know how important New York is. Mm-hmm. And New York was, and New York is, is that when George Washington found out that he had funding, mm-hmm. new funding from the French, yeah. the first thing he said, first thing he said, let's go get back New York. Yeah. Let's go get but, New York back. And, that and, that, and thank you, Ben Franklin, for that, by the way. People, you know, because he was never a president, but people, like, don't realize. Uh, realize he negotiated. That, He's the yeah, guy that came up with the right. fucking money. And thank God for yeah. Hamilton, who basically made us a real country by saying, we owe people money for, for, for helping us to attain our freedom. The least we can do is try and pay him back. Yep. You know, and Jefferson was yep. like, you know, and the southern southern colonies, of course, were like, we shouldn't be responsible for it. You know what? I don't think you should be responsible for it either. I think you should just sit down there and wallow in your fucking diabetes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go fuck your sister. What? Go fuck. Right. That's it. How's your fishing? You fuck yeah. your sister? Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Shit. Come on. Just ask me a few questions for it. Show me the pamphlet for your, yeah, for your yeah. militia. All right, I think we've right done on. enough. And yes, we, sir. Yes, we get our we Trump out of the All way. Right. All right, man. We're going to keep the groove going here. Yeah, I, I dug this one out of the vault over there. It's JoJo Gunn on the Groovathon on SoFlowRadio.com.
the knack uh. to rhyme to the rhythm of this and give them a gift to swift. Other rappers are stiff and don't rip with Mr. Smith. Cause that ain't safe. I get you wide open like an uncut ape. I write to fight, don't bite to reach heights. Mike makes right, give me the spotlight. So I can prove the man is mighty up in the sword. LL hard as hell, the lyrical law. Uh. The counterfeit mids fits, but rap had to admit that. My rhymes are so dangerous, I need a permit to rap solo. On the microphone.
real sweet. Show the young man to his room now. Right, sir. You come this way, please.
Is rock and roll. Leonard Skinner on the hunt from nothing fancy. Came out in 75 before that. A little more clockwork, aren't you? Right, brutal bastard he has been and will be again. <laughs> we love that. Yes, that was yeah. the whole thing about the, the you know, the, the doctor's like, no, I think we can handle this. Maybe we can. Mm. We got this. It's no problem. That's one of my favorites. Even before that, yeah, Chuck Carbo and the Soul Finders. Can I be your squeeze? That's a 45 from 1969. Those guys out of New Orleans, Chuck Carbo's did a bunch of very good 45s. So you can. Find them in various places, you know, uh, dusty grooves and various sites like that. For that, yeah, my man, Jimmy Todd Smith, LL Cool J Nitro from Walking With a Panther. And kicking off the set, yeah, a little, little straight-up old-school rock and roll, JoJo Gunn. Shake That Fat from JoJo Gunn, 1972. The uh, Shake That Fat, uh, or JoJo Gunn, was actually uh, a... Uh, Song they got that from uh, Chuck Berry. Mm-hmm. Chuck Berry it was a Chuck Berry song. Those guys, uh, they were. I think that's the band that came out of the band Spirit. I got a line okay. on you. I got mm-hmm. a uh, mm-hmm. yes. I, I got a line on you. Right. Yeah. So uh, that was a good set right there. All right. You know we bitched about a lot of people, so you know what? It's time for me to take care of the people who take care of me. A couple of shout outs here. You got my locks trimmed. Yeah. You know. Got the, got the yeah. haircut done. Of course, I don't go to a barber. I don't go to a haircutter. I don't even go to a salon. Ooh. I go to my gal, Manya. Manya Borman. She's at the spa uh, at Turnberry. I see. The spa at Turnberry. I see. But she is my gal, Manya, at the spa at Turnberry. Absolutely grooved on approved. Of course, you know what it's really time for. Yeah, time for me to take care of the other people who take care of me. Talking about Precision Auto Works, Pompano Beach, Florida, 954-247-9362. Bumper to bumper. Had some work done on the car a couple of weeks ago. Driving like a dream these days. Really, I mean, it's funny because I actually notice that the car drives better. Mm. Like after he does shit to it. It's, it's only a fraction. But it's like that little little bit like that. Of course, you can go to the uh, SoFloRadio.com website. You click on the box that says Tony C's SoFlow Groovathon. It'll take you to my page within the site. On that page, you're going to see every single show I've ever done. Guess what? What? Septente. Yeah. Yeah. Seventy. 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 So many, 70, man. 70 shows. On your 100th show, we're bringing alcohol in here. <laughs> yeah. I mean, more. There's always alcohol. There's always alcohol. But You've got like that five alcohol spinner thing yes, in the yes, other the room. the carousel. Like, the carousel. That's it. The Lazy Susan. Mm-hmm. Oh, booze. But uh, every show is available to be listened to or downloaded for free. While supplies last. While supplies last. There it is. Yes. Because we are now searching. You got some dough? Want to be a sponsor? Yeah. Because I've been looking around for ways to, as my cousin would put it, monetize the show. My other friend was saying, you need to, you know, you need to take hold of your intellectual property. 
Yes, take right. hold of it with, take, with take, your with your both hands. With both with both hands, yeah. Basically, if I do, I'll be strangling it to death, crib death. That's how I'll be be holding it. But um, right now, you can see every song played on every single show at the top of the page. You're going to see a description of the show, and you will see a link for Precision Auto Works. Click on the link; it takes you right to the site. Easy as pie to get to. Right off of 95 in Atlantic. Real quick drive there. Absolutely Groovathon approved. Mention the Groovathon. There is a discount. You're not going to need it. Dave and the guys right there, man. They get the job done. Just there. He's doing his, uh, I missed his cruising uh, this month with all the the, uh, the the bomb cars and stuff. They have all mm. He just has so many great cars. He's Now he's selling this motorcycle that he put together, this old Triumph. When I first saw him with it, he goes, you know, I remember... Ten years ago, this is a piece of junk. Now I go out, I buy it, put it together. It's a classic, right? You know that's the difference. Like there's that ten year period where things go from piece of junk to classic. Yeah, and he's the man. It's just ah, oh, God. So I can't speak more highly of anybody. You know, I won't let him. The, the reason I love having him as a sponsor is because I am a hundred percent secure in my knowledge that if you go there, the job will get done right at a fair price. Precision Auto Works, Pompano Beach, Florida, 954-247-9362. Side note, for me, personally, I love cars. I just don't know enough about them. But Coming Back is one of my favorite television shows. Top Gear America is coming back. It's going to be coming back on the BBC network. They They had done it. They've done an American version, and it was great. The guys they had on it were fantastic. And now they've got three new guys. It starts July 30th, Sunday, July 30th, on BBC America. Top Gear America is coming back. I am fucking psyched. Awesome. I'm so, I love that show. It's fun. It's great. They have a lot of fun. And if you're into cars and looking, these guys like have fun with cars. Great. You know, the, the, the British version of it, British version of Top Gear is, is great. You know, and they're bringing back the Stig. So they're going to have the Stig doing his time trials again. The, the guy who was the original Stig actually came out from behind the mask. He wrote a book and all this stuff. Everyone to know who the Stig was. Oh, they found out about it. You know what that means, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's time for the drive groove. I've got a bunch of live stuff and some shredding guitar out the yin-yang. We're going to kick it off with one of the all-time masters. It's Rick Derringer on the drive groove on SoFloRadio.com. <laughs> Shout! Fuck 
catch me out. I all the time hope you're not too. Oh, little pussy, gonna do it to you. Rock and roll, pussy coo.
all-time favorite guitar players. Totally underrated guitar player. That is Bebop Deluxe, peace of mind from Live in the Air Age. I love Bill Nelson, man. He's just he's just one of those guitar players doesn't get enough credit. Smooth like butter, baby. Always on stage. You know, I was just telling you this. He uh, he wears like the three-piece suit. He takes off the jacket, but he's got the vest and the tie, and he's very British. Before that, something I don't think that's ever been played, Tommy Igo and the Buddy Rich Big Band doing The Chicken. And uh, Tommy Igo, he's a drummer with a band called Groove Conspiracy, and they actually will do like an entire set of a band, you know, like the way, you know, Fish does an album on New Year's Eve or whatever, But mm. except cooler because, you know, although Fish, when they did Quadrophenia, that was good. That was extremely good when, you know, when Trey and the rest of those guys did that. But um, Groove Conspiracy, they got some cool shit out. They did actually a thing on Steely Dan. It was pretty cool. And uh, that particular one, it was basically like a tribute concert for Buddy Rich. And so they have a whole bunch of different drummers. And then they have the Buddy Rich Big Band and Will Lee on bass on that one. And I that song is The Chicken. And I had... Brought that up, I think, on the last show uh, about the version that I like so much with Jaco Pastorius and John Schofield, two of the you know instrumental auteurs, as mm. I call them, because anytime you hear them, even if you've never heard that song before, the fact that they're on it, that sound mm-hmm. is unlike anybody else. They they overtake the song. Before that, Dirty Dave Osti Voodoo Guitar. From Voodoo Guitar, that's his first CD on one of my favorite, uh, I love the name of this label, Grooveyard Records. That's uh, good. I do, I, yeah, Grooveyard Records, and kicking it off, rock and roll, just, yeah. it's, you know, it's an anthem, it's, I don't know what it is, it's one of the great songs, Rick Derringer with Edgar Winter, Rock and Roll Hoochie Coo, that is live from 1973, that version is not on any album, not mm-hmm. on any CD, I found it kind of rummaging around on YouTube, came across it, and, you know, I wasn't sure the quality was good enough. But it was one of those TV shows where you think they're just, you know, they're doing, uh, you know, air guitar. What what are they, they're, what's the term I'm looking for? Uh, I don't know. Where you don't sing, you're you're just... Oh, lip syncing. Lip syncing. You would think that they were, you know, like on top of the pops. Mm -hmm. But it's not. It's a real live version because you listen to it. And it's not the regular version. I have the regular version. I have mm-hmm. six different versions of that song. I almost played the version from uh, uh, Edgar Winter's White Trash, which is uh, fucking awesome. Great version. But this one, you know, it's quick and it just bitch slaps you. Because mm-hmm. Rick Derringer, you know, one of the, what people don't, don't remember about Rick Derringer, I mean, he does... He's done a lot of guitar work with Edgar Winter and a bunch of other people. He also is a phenomenal slide guitar player, okay? He does all the slide guitar on Showbiz Kids mm-hmm. uh, for Steely Dan. Uh, he's done some work, you know, Steely Dan would just hire musicians, you know, Larry Carlton or Steve Gadd or whomever, mm-hmm. you know? And so, uh, you know, can't go wrong with little Rick Derringer there. Talk to no, me about can't. it. What was this thing you would tell me about, about Ann, before we leave... Let's well, you played Edgar trouble. Winter, and Edgar Winter always reminds me of Man Coulter because I believe that they look similar to each other, you know, the gaunt albino look. And uh, you hadn't heard the news that um, he had uh, he raised a big stink on Twitter because they made him uh, change seats on Delta, uh, apparently, and that, that, cost, uh, that cost him $10,000 of his uh, thing. But, uh, but he's a horrible person, um, Man Coulter. And recently, because this is the, the line that you like, recently – 
uh, he's he because the whole uh, transgender thing was going on, and of course he's a he's a sexist bigot, so he was saying that, and a lot of people were suggesting that that Man Coulter is a transgendered individual, and that upset him very much. And he said that he would sue anyone that suggested that he was transgendered, and I was very shocked by that because I found it very surprising that anyone might mistake him for a woman. <laughs> Edgar Winter, maybe, especially in some of those rock and roll. Oh yeah, with the glitter, yeah, with the, the, with the, and with the, the tassels and, and the, the oh, frills yeah. and the tassels. Yeah, but sequins, Man Coulter, lots another of little, another little fun fact about Man Coulter that uh, that you may not have noticed: never been seen in the company of a straight man or in church. Okay. For all of the conservative bullshit, also that never writes. Yeah, I've never seen her. I've never seen her in the same places like you know he, a burger and fries. He's good friends with Matt she Drudge. She's a fucking Jesus Christ. He's good friends with Matt Drudge, who of course is very gay. Matt Drudge, you know, I remember when Matt when the Drudge Report first started. It was like it was it was entertainment stuff. Yeah, he literally. He, you know, he, he was a big Neely. I've met him a few times. Really. Yeah, he was here. He used to hang out with Lynn Samuels, rest in peace. No who's a very liberal talk show hostess. Yeah, and they used to come to Neil appearances and, uh, Drudge, and things like that. Drudge yeah. was like when it first when I first saw that it was all mm. about entertainment stuff, and it's basically you know it's it's you know he makes his money by basically being a a link. You mm. know, you link every yeah. time somebody. Yeah, links. that was the whole thing. Yeah, but now it's all you know. He figured out a way to make money as a conservative. I'm not sure, sure. that he's a conservative. He just figured out I don't a way know. to make he's money. He's gay. Yeah, he's, that's you not can be a gay conservative. Yeah, you, of course you can. You can be, you know, Jews for Hitler too. They had them. They were no, there. no, no. You could be, you could be a gay, and you could be conservative, which is to right, say the, the, fiscal the, conservative. Right. You can be gay and still not understand math and supply side economics. You can. <laughs> right. You can absolutely. There's no premium on on sexuality and intelligence. You can absolutely be oblivious to mathematics and and the and the flow of things and still be gay. So let me so Man Coulter is basically she's the she's the living definition yeah, he was, of alternative he was, facts. He was throwing he was throwing <laughs> a, a, a shit fit because uh, he didn't get treated like a prince. Okay, by, well, by Delta, by Delta of all things. But uh, you know, and nobody, cares, by the way, he, nobody cares because all the Twitter responses are like, "You fly first class, princess. Shut the fuck up. Who yeah, cares? Literally, yeah. shut the fuck up, please." They made a move from one first class seat to another. I just figured that, yeah. Well, she's got to have a book coming out any minute now. That's the only time you hear about her is when she's got a book. I quote, I quote him when I'm discussing the Donald Bill Trump. Bill Barr says that he's like good friends with her. Yeah, I know that's a funny thing. I, I've like, always thought that was interesting. You know. You know the uh, the the Trump making fun of the the special needs yeah, re- sure. reporter. Sure, sure. Yeah, Man Coulter's defense of that was in in in, in the book. Oh, that oh, he he wasn't mocking. He wasn't mocking the disabled person. He was just doing the standard retard. Standard retard. Oh, right. I, I remember see. You telling me okay, about yeah. That. It's all better I now. Remember Thank you. you. That right. She had oh, actually written that. Okay. You were like, yeah. Yes. She look it actually look fucking it, look said it, up. it. It's in the book. Anyway. What on a, that note, because I can't get any better than that. What a fucking cunt! He's the first yeah. guy I've ever I've ever seen who's actually a cunt. Yeah, yes he's he is. A, he's a cunt. Yes he is. He's a cunt. Yeah, and ugly. But, and uh, ugly. And please, God, just eat some food. People are talking nah, about like nah, nah. That just won't help. Fade away. Just fade away. Just continue. Well, hey man, there we go. Seventy the books. Septente in the All book. Right. Good show. Love to do it. I'm going to come back in a couple of weeks, and I'm going to try and do the exact same thing again, just a little bit. Better. Gonna get you out of here on a really groovy tune. You know, the Bill Withers song, Use Me, which is, you know, standard. Everybody loves it. Great song. You know, because I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. Yeah. I know. I know. I know, I know, I know. know. Okay. But I've got a version of it to get us out of here by Isaac Hayes. 
who is, you know, badass motherfucker du jour for Shut sure. Shut Yeah, absolutely. You know that. Use me. I don't think so. Isaac Hayes can use whoever he wants because he's freaking Isaac Hayes, man. As always, though, for myself and the man without whom I am nothing. I am nothing. Aw, oh, you're sweet. Shucks. <laughs> for me and Grandmaster Flash, Los Georges, as always, it is aloha and peace. Good night, Mom.